Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The Bible is full of prophecy and parallels. In today's update, Pastor J.D. discusses the parallels between Joseph and Jesus. He also mentions that Joseph is a picture of the pre-tribulation rapture. There are many such pictures, Noah, Enoch, and Lot, to name a few. Like them, the church will be raptured before the tribulation. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 6th, 2020. I want to do something just a little bit different and zero in on one specific prophecy in the Bible found in the book of Revelation. This last week as I was seeking the Lord, as I always do, concerning what it is that He would have me to talk about for the prophecy update, I received an email from an online member about something that I'd actually been working on for several weeks, sitting on, uh, praying about, and sort of waiting for the Lord to give me the green light. And then when that email came in, it really confirmed to me that I was to talk about this today. And what I want to talk about is what I'm going to call the great setup. It's the great setup that is leading to the great reset, which we've talked about on many occasions prior, namely from WEF, the World Economic Forum, the great reset, which is actually a misnomer. It's not really a reset. It's a transition and transformation to set up a global economy. And everything now is being set up for that. Bible prophecy tells us that this global economy will be controlled by none other than the Antichrist during the seven-year tribulation. However, In order for a new global economy to be established, there first has to be a controlled demolition of the current economy. And I'll explain what I mean by that. I truly believe that COVID-19 is the explosive being set up to take down the current economy vis-a-vis a hyperinflationary trigger. Um, I want to ask you to join me in Revelation chapter 6. I want to read verses 5 through 8, but I want to preface it this way. Don't let the enemy, because I have a lot of technical uh, 
data and information that I want to share with you today in the context of what Bible prophecy tells us. And I know what's going to happen. It happens to me all the time. The enemy will try to put a thought in your mind that this is, you know, kind of above your pay grade. That it's, it's too technical. I really can't really understand that. Don't let him do that to you. Listen, if I can understand this, you can understand this. And I'm not just saying that, I really mean that. I, I have a, only a high school education, actually barely a high school education. I'm not proud of that. But if I can understand this, you can understand this. So don't let the enemy do that to you. Revelation chapter 6, I'll begin in verse 5. John is writing, and by the Holy Spirit is describing what he sees with these judgments that are poured out. And he says, when the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Weights and measures, balances, the scales. This was how they bought and sold. They would use these scales. It was commerce. Then, verse 6, I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. Oil and wine are a picture in Scripture of wealth. In other words, the elite, the wealthy, unaffected, inconsequential. They are not in any way harmed, and there's no damage. But it seems like when this seal is opened, that it will take a full day's pay just to buy the ingredients, the ingredients to make a loaf of bread. That's called hyperinflation. Hang on to that. We'll come back to that. Verse 7, when the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come. And I looked. And there before me was a pale horse. In the original Greek, it's the word chloros, from where we get the English word chlorine or chlorophyll. A pale horse. Its rider was named Death. And Hades was following close behind him. And get this. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. So it seems like that when the third seal is open, there's going to be this hyperinflation, this famine that spills over into the opening of the fourth seal. And it will be so severe, the likes of which we've never seen before. I think of what Jesus said in Matthew's Gospel 24, it's recorded, that the tribulation that is coming will be like nothing anyone has ever seen prior. It's going to be so severe. And when this seal is opened, just try to wrap your mind around this number. Now, 
let's just say for purpose of discussion that the population of the earth is at 8 billion. We don't know how many people will go up in the rapture, but let's just for purpose of, just so it makes it simple for me to calculate, <laughs> keep it at 8, 8 billion. A fourth? Is that not 2 billion with a B people that die when this seal is opened? 2 billion people. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to share from the online member's email, which is a 12-step outline, or if you prefer, a plan, right out of the playbook of the Antichrist. Again, God's given you an intellect. I want you to think through this and comprehend this. Okay? Number one, create a debt bubble through an expansion of the monetary base, the classic definition of inflation. This has been occurring since 1971 when the U.S. closed the gold window. Number two, in order to keep a system like this from collapsing, the monetary base must increase exponentially. In an exponentially increasing system, the money creation graph goes vertical at the end. Here's a quick analogy. I really appreciated this analogy. If you put a drop of water on the pitcher's mound of Yankee Stadium and double it every minute, then the stadium would be about five feet deep in 44 minutes and full in 49 minutes. With exponential expansion, the increases in money supply get insane just before the system fails. That's where we're at now. Number three, the consequence of an increasing monetary base is rising prices, so governments will have to mask the rising prices by manipulating the consumer price index CPI data. Number four, this manipulation works until the monetary creation goes vertical due to the exponential expansion requirement. I believe this vertical spike began in March of this year. Number five, when this happens, it would typically lead quickly to hyperinflation. The economic formula for price inflation has two variables, the monetary base and the velocity of money. The velocity of money is the turnover rate of the currency through the economy. If you're going to rapidly expand the monetary base and don't want the public to realize that you're destroying currency, then you must slow the velocity of money. I believe this is why we're locking down for COVID. Think about this. It cuts economic activity to prevent a price spike that would clue people in that the currencies are being destroyed. This lockdown is critical so that governments can maintain the illusion of a strong currency while they are acquiring the economic means of production. Number six, governments, and this is what we're seeing happen right now, 
Governments start buying corporate debt because bondholders have priority in bankruptcy over equity holders, stocks. This is a backdoor of sorts to the economic transition and transformation as the government seizes the means of production. Number seven, legislatures can't figure out how to support small and mid-sized businesses, thus killing off the competition of the large corporations that are benefiting from government debt purchases. This leaves little option for purchases outside government-owned entities. Ah, that's why the restaurants have to shut down. That's why these ma and pa stores have to shut down. You'll forgive me, but it is a controlled demolition. It's very deliberate. It's very intentional. It's very planned. Number eight, the governments will be part owner of these private corporations and as a result whisper policy to their management teams, much like the Qantas CEO calling for mandatory vaccines for travel. This will insulate governments from civil liberty issues, much like the First Amendment and big tech. Think Revelation 13, unable to buy and sell. Uh, last week we talked about this. We uh, uh, looked at an article out of Israel, actually. We can't force you to take the vaccine, but here's what we will do. We're not going to force you, but Amazon will. Airlines will. So you can't buy, sell, or trade without the vaccine. Come on. Number nine. As most of the economy is gutted, people will become desperate and some form of universal basic income, UBI, we've talked about this as well, will be instituted. This will accelerate, this is interesting, the velocity of money and accelerate the price rise. In addition, we'll, we'll likely see a banking crisis and vastly more currency creation as central banks attempt to keep the banking system from collapsing. These events will lead to the hyperinflationary collapse of the monetary system, according to their plans. Number 10. The monetary collapse may wipe out almost everyone financially, and I suspect those insightful enough to position themselves for a hyperinflation will be slapped with some confiscatory taxes because in a tyranny, the law is simply the will of the tyrant. Number 11. In a true Hegelian dialectic, I suspect that they'll allow the population to suffer for a time until enough die and become desperate enough to give absolute power to the guy with the solution, the Antichrist. And number 12, finally. I suspect the solution, you know the Hegelian dialectic is create the crisis, control the reaction, and then offer the solution. I suspect the solution will be a centrally controlled digital currency, crypto, 
And if you want to buy or sell, then you'll require the fourth industrial revolution technology, which is what the World Economic Forum is all about, which will likely include both a digital and genetic modification component, potentially through this COVID vaccine or a subsequent one. At the beginning of his email, he wrote, I think that Genesis 47, 15 through 26, provides a good example of how people will respond when the money fails. Only in this case, their submission will be to the Antichrist. Let me draw your attention to Genesis 47. I want to read verses 15 through 20. So when the money failed in the land, the land of Egypt, and in the land of Canaan. All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. Then Joseph said, Give your livestock, and I will give you bread for your livestock, if the money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the cattle of the herds, and for the donkeys. Thus he fed them with bread in exchange for all their livestock that year. When that year had ended, they came to him the next year and said to him, We will not hide from my Lord that our money is gone. My Lord also has our herds of livestock. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but, listen, our bodies, ourselves and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? By us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants of Pharaoh. Give us seed that we may live and not die, that the land may not be desolate. Then verse 20, Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for every man of the Egyptians sold his field, because the famine was severe upon them, so the land became Pharaoh's. Here's where I'm going with this. What we just read paints this profound prophetic picture of exactly what's coming. I'll even take it a step further and suggest that it's already here. And this profound prophetic picture is painted on the canvas of Bible prophecy and typology. By typology I mean the seven-year famine is a type of the coming seven-year tribulation. And Joseph is a type of Jesus Christ as the Savior of the world. Not only does this type paint a picture of Jesus Christ as our Savior, so too does it paint a picture of the pre-tribulation rapture. Uh, so this is an abbreviated list of how Joseph 
is a type of the Savior, a type of Christ, and how the church, as the bride of Christ, will be taken out prior to the seven-year tribulation. And that's not all. Hope that doesn't sound like an infomercial. (laughs) And that's not all. It will also paint a poignant picture of how the nation of Israel is saved in the midst of the seven-year tribulation. So I'll go through this quickly, starting with this one first. Joseph was loved by his father. Jesus is the beloved son of the father. Joseph suffered as a servant. Jesus was called the suffering servant. Joseph was hated because of his dream of ruling over them. Jesus is hated for one day ruling and reigning over all. Joseph was rejected by his own brothers. With Jesus, his own rejected him. They received him not. With Joseph, even Israel would bow down to him. With Jesus, all Israel will eventually bow down to him. With Joseph, they plotted to kill him when they saw him from afar. So too they plotted how they might kill Jesus. Joseph was betrayed and sold for pieces of silver. Jesus, by Judas, was betrayed and sold for pieces of silver. Joseph had his coat dipped in blood. Jesus was dressed in a robe dipped in blood. Joseph was stripped of his coat. Jesus was stripped of his robe. Joseph was cast into an empty pit. Jesus was placed into an empty tomb. Joseph was falsely accused before Potiphar. Jesus was falsely accused before Pilate. Joseph did not defend himself against the charges. Jesus did not defend himself against the charges. Joseph was in prison next to two criminals. Jesus was on the cross with two criminals. With Joseph, one prisoner perishes, one is saved. With Jesus, one thief, as we refer to them, perishes, the other is saved. Joseph foretells the raising up after three days. Jesus foretells his raising to life after three days. Joseph tells the cupbearer to remember him after he's raised up. Jesus tells them to remember him with the cup after he's raised up. With Joseph, there are two dreams with two elements, the cup and the bread. We affectionately refer to them as the uh, baker and the butler, the cupbearer. Well, that's the cup and the bread. That's communion. The two elements, the bread and the cup. With Jesus, there are two elements at the Last Supper, the cup and the bread. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. 
Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.